Welcome to episode 78 of Therese Talk. I'm your host, Therese Maine. By day, I co-host a morning radio show on a network in New York and Pennsylvania. By night, I'm a podcaster. If you're a woman like me who loves Jesus and just wants to serve her family and community a little bit better, you're in the right place. If you would, take a moment right now to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. The holidays are full of landmines for single people. It can really put a damper on the season. Sherry Ann has endured the questions for years and will be sharing during our upcoming Family Life Singles Conference happening January 20th through 22nd. She has some pretty great responses when the Inquisition starts at the holiday table. I mean, after all, the Bible doesn't say we have to be in a relationship to be complete. You're so right. You're hitting the nail right on the head with that. And I've I've done all the approaches through the years from in the beginning, perhaps I shied away from the answer to uh, then maybe giving a biblical answer. Well, the Bible says, blessed is a single person, you know, all that kind of thing. And then I've, I've migrated into humor. People say, why aren't you married? And I say, because nobody's asked, you know, and we laugh. And so I've had all different kinds of approaches to that. But the bottom line that I've learned at this stage of my life is simply that I'm happy. I'll say to people, I'm happy. I'm whole. I'm doing what I love to do. And I'm satisfied. You can be satisfied in who God made you to be right where he's put you to be so that you can be able to say, I'm happy. I'm satisfied. Because you know what? You could go around that table. And I would say, I would dare say that most if not in some families, all of those people are not happy. They may be married. They may be have. They may have children. Doesn't mean they're happy because it doesn't come from what another person can give you. It comes from what the greatest gift of all gave you. That's Jesus Christ, the gift of life, the gift of eternal life, joy, peace, patience. You know all the things that come with knowing Christ. That is how you find true joy in life. Granted, other people add to our lives but they don't make or give us our lives. And so unfortunately now when people ask me that question, it turns into a little bit of a sermon and everybody kind of takes a breath back and sits back and says, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. The reality is, is that there's nothing biblical that says you're incomplete if you're not with someone. There are many accounts of people who God used in their singleness uniquely where they wouldn't have been able to do some of the ministry he had for them if they had been with someone else. It can be part of our purpose to be single. That's absolutely right. And, you know, speaking of kind of making humor of the situation, uh, of course, Jesus, fully divine, but in a, in a human suit, living in, human, in, a, in a humane world, being fully divine, yet in his humanity, walking on the earth. Um, You know, I like to joke with people. I'll say, how did Jesus do as a single person? (laughs) Right. You know, uh, the apostle Paul, right? Most of the New Testament, we, we understand or believe him to be single. And of course, the list goes on and on, but there's no end to what a person can do when they're fully able to dedicate themselves to what God has for them, to who God has made them. And I know for me personally, that I have been able to, I'm I'm a goal setter. I like to set goals and I've been able to, you know, check, go down the list and check off those goals because of having the time, um, maybe the resources, um, you know, all the, so I was with a friend one time who looked at me and she said, you know, you're so blessed. 
you have so many things. She's married with a bunch of kids. And she said, you have everything that I don't have. You have free time. You have free resources. You can travel. You can do this. You can do that. And I looked at her and I said, you're absolutely correct. I can. But everything I have and you don't, just flip that. Because everything you have, I don't. I don't have, you know, the Mother's Day cards, the sticky fingers, you know, putting uh, gooey fingers all over the refrigerator because there's little kids making cupcakes with me. I don't have the family holiday gatherings the way you have. I don't have a spouse that takes me out on date night. So I don't have all the things that you have and you don't have all the things that I have. Nobody has it all. And that brings us back to a dependency on Christ, uh, the one who gave all for us. So if we can just learn to be fully thriving right where we are, as a single person, do single the best you can do it. If you're a married person, do married the best you can do it. But either way, do you fully, (laughs) no matter what circumstance you find yourself in. The enemy is so good at pointing out what we don't have and what other people do have. And the flip side of that gratitude is seeing what you do have and being content in that. I mean, it really comes down to a contentment issue, regardless of which side you're on, doesn't it? It does. It really does. Because I had to get to a place in, um, you know, I had have, I had a, a long time job in, in a medical healthcare profession and I was able, and I was blessed to be able to help so many people, but I was not feeling that that was where I was going to spend all my days was in this medical healthcare arena. And I did retire a few years ago. And of course, now I I do serve and minister full time. But while I was in that job, because it doesn't matter if it's a singleness we're talking about, or a job we're talking about, or a family situation, contentment is the key, because I knew I wasn't called to be there all my days and all my life. And it was starting to weigh me down. And it was starting to kind of even beat me down and, and just uh, cause some despair, to be honest with you, even though I was serving people, helping people, blessing people, it just wasn't where I really truly felt I could thrive personally. So but I had but I did that job for 21 years. And about a few years in, I started really kind of just Oh my goodness, um, having a lot of anxiety spells and all kinds of things because I just felt like I wasn't where I needed to be and wanted to be. And I prayed out to God and I cried out to God and I searched the scriptures and read the scriptures and I came across Paul, our good friend Paul, the Apostle Paul, St. Paul, you know, and I read the words that and I, I've been blessed beyond and I've been below in the lowest points. You know, I've learned in all things how to abound, how to be content right where I am. And I just kept reading that over and over again. And I said, Lord, help me to be content right where I am. Please help me to know this is where I'm supposed to be right now. And that's very true of singleness. This may be where you're supposed to be right, just right now for this season, or it may be where you're supposed to be and ask the Lord to help you be content. And once I took on that attitude, I can tell you, I can't tell you the job was perfect and everything got easy, no. But I can tell you there was a shift. There was an actual shift in my way of thinking. And I thought, while I am here, I am going to do the best I can do. And you know what? I really was blessed beyond because it did provide for me resources, people, connection, uh, a lot of things that I've now taken with me to where I am now. And I learned from that experience. I grew from that experience. And that's what I want to encourage people to do. Learn grow right where you are. Learn to be content. And and it only happens once you learn to be content. 
One of the really neat things about getting to hear you speak is that you don't just speak. You're also going to be singing at our singles conference, aren't you? Yes, yes. I have, um, my goodness, I've just released my eighth full-length studio album. So I have um, a lot of songs that I that I hope to incorporate into the program. In fact, the first night of the conference, we'll do kind of an opening concert program. And then I may weave some songs throughout. I am a songwriter as well. So I do write songs based on the Bible, based on life experiences. And so I look forward to sharing music from my heart, uh, music from his word. And I hope that blesses people as well. What kind of message do you think you'll bring this year? So the name of the conference that I was given was Made to Thrive. And last time I spoke, it was all in. And we talked about in order to be all in for God, there were four parts. That was letting him love you, getting his love, giving his love, and living his love. And this time, we're talking about made to thrive. And so I've been looking at that and evaluating that and looking at, in order to thrive, I think we first have to find out four parts again. First, who am I? Then we have to answer the second part, which would be, tell me why. Tell me why I have to go through the process. We're going to talk about the process. And then the third part would be actually living fully alive, kind of being the process, doing the process. And finally, the fourth part is going to be finishing the process and being made to thrive. We cannot thrive until we go through the process of finding out who we are, why we're here, what we're to do, and then we can do, we can be. And so that's the kind of the process I'm going to take people through for made to thrive. Those concepts are not something that's unique to singleness. But this event is unique in that it's going to address some of the challenges of being a a one. There are unique challenges to being single, which I myself know, understand, and face every day. But no matter if you are single or married or widowed or divorced, you still have to thrive. You still have to know who you are in God. And so I think and, and able to be a person functioning in society at all. We have to know who we are first in Christ. And then you can fully be alive. You can fully thrive in whatever environment you find yourself in, whether it be a jointed life or a single dedicated life. But what, of course, we will talk about some of the unique things to singleness. But the key takeaway for me has always been that each person as they stand in and of themselves, God has a purpose and plan for that person. The Family Life Singles Conference Made to Thrive is coming up January 20th through 22nd at the Wyatt Watson Woods in Painted Post, New York. Register by January 4th when you visit familylife.org slash events. If you've enjoyed this episode of Therese Talk, be sure to subscribe. If you really loved it, consider making a gift to Family Life, the ministry this podcast is a part of. Just go to familylife.org and find out more about what we do. Did you know we offer a variety of podcasts from new News to kids to faith. You'll find a favorite on demand at familylife.org slash podcast.